Welcome to the Seminary Support Podcast, where you'll find help to start, finish, and get the most out of your seminary experience. I'm your host, Mark McElreath, and summertime is when a lot of men begin to consider going to seminary. It may be that you just graduated from college, be it secular or a Bible college, or it may be that you're already in the ministry. And whether you're in the secular workforce or in church ministry, I think seminary should be a real consideration for your future, and here's why. Number one, we need more writers. Have you gone to the bookstore and you realize we're lacking solid resources on the Bible, on some part of theology, on apologetics? Well, who's going to write those books and resources? You don't have to go to seminary to write, but it can help you develop that gift, and it can help you push you to write. Now, some of you will give the rebuttal that people like us, we're out working, we're pounding the pavement, and other people, they're inside, they're in, they're doing the writing. But I don't think that should be true, and, and I know for many great conservative Baptist writers, it's not true. They're doing both. Our conservative brethren should be writing and can be writing. We must leave something behind that is in the written word. We are people of the word. We'll leave behind people that have been influenced, but we can leave even more behind if we're writing, creating quality resources, and encouraging and helping people. Jude 3 says that we are to earnestly contend for the faith, and one wonderful way we can do that is to write. By the way, some will also say that we should shun higher education because too many of our young men have become enamored by some new thing in seminary that led them away from what they had been taught as part of our conservative beliefs. May I say that this is true in some cases, and I know men personally. They've been led astray by some new thing. But I will tell you this. More than those who have been led astray, I've seen men who, when they studied something new or something liberal, if they had the right foundation, the truth expelled the error. The truth showed forth even brighter when it was placed next to the error. So, if we're walking in the truth, we should not fear higher learning. Study should actually strengthen our faith. Also, we should be ready to give an answer when our young men are asking questions. You see, preachers, we should be the ones ready to give an answer when a young man asks a question about something they've read or something they've heard, because if we do not give them an answer, I can assure you someone else will. Secondly, you need the structure to create the content. There are many preachers out there that are driven to write, but many times, I speak for myself as well, we need a catalyst to push us to create. And the great thing about higher learning is that our classwork can become content which we can share with others. A third thing, training grounds, Christian colleges and Christian schools, are requiring higher standards due to accreditation. Now, uh, most Christian colleges today are seeking accreditation, and that means they need more credentialed faculty with accredited degrees. Now, I think this can help an institution greatly. I know it helped the college I worked at previously. I worked at Crown College and Crown Seminary in Powell, Tennessee. I know that it helped them, and Christian schools also seeking this accreditation. It helps them greatly as well. They may already have that accreditation, and they may have to keep it updated, but if your church has a Christian school, you can help by having an advanced degree. Some statistics even show that over half of seminary and Bible college faculty are part-time or adjunct, which means they're not full-time with that institution. Much of their work can be done online 
or by traveling to that college or seminary for short visits. Now that leads me to number four. A seminary degree opens more opportunities. Uh, Like I said, I had the opportunity to work with Crown Seminary. I also have my Master of Divinity from Crown Seminary. And I worked there as a program coordinator, helping men with academic advising, keeping up with their scheduling, a number of things. But one thing I found in conversation with all of them is that their seminary degree was opening up opportunities for them, like being local chaplains, being police chaplains. Um, Some men working toward becoming military chaplains. By the way, if you want to be a military chaplain, you have to have at least a Master of Divinity degree, and that's required by the Department of uh, Defense. In fact, when my family and I served on the mission field, we served in Ethiopia, my wife and I, we had two children at that time, I had to show proof that I had earned a master's degree in order to submit my paperwork for a work permit. You say, you were a missionary in a developing country. Well, I needed that education to show that I could get my work permit and I could be in the country and then could carry out mission work. In fact, I have a friend on the mission field. I hope we can get him on this podcast. He studied linguistics at the seminary level, earned a seminary degree, and now is training nationals to translate the Bible. So what opportunity that maybe you don't even see yet, that the Lord could open up if you were to take that next step. Now, number five, a seminary degree can give you another income stream. Now, you and I both did not get into the ministry for the money, but a seminary degree can open up an opportunity to teach. It may be at a local college, it may be online, it may be for a Bible college or a seminary, And this can give you an opportunity to teach the next generation ministry leaders and also help to supplement your income. I've actually heard men make the excuse that they won't spend money on a master's degree if it doesn't put any money back in their pocket. Well, it can. This can open up another income stream. A sixth thing, it's easier than ever with online learning. With the advent of online learning and the advances being made, it is now easier than ever to earn your degree online. You can earn many degrees, in fact, even up to a Ph.D. from an accredited institution without ever stepping foot on their campus. You only have to go to the graduation. They'll mail you the diploma. The days of moving your family to a faraway city are past if that's not possible. Now, for some, it works out. It can be a great opportunity, but you don't have to do that in many cases. Now, some do give the excuse that you won't get as much out of a seminary education online, and there are parts of the learning process that are hampered by being absent physically, but once you reach the point of seeking an advanced degree, you'll understand that education is really what you make of it, and I think you'll get out of it what you put into it. Now, number seven, you're exposed to broader influence. When you attend seminary, you're exposed to instructors with years of ministry experience far beyond your own and far beyond what I have. And because they've walked farther down that road, they've seen things that you and I have not, well, we we glean from them. See, we can actually get in on their experience and learn from them. It can help you both articulate and formulate why you do what you do. It could sharpen you. So let God use them in your life. So it's exposing you to this broader influence. Now, an eighth thing. A seminary degree will help you build great friendships. I've made such wonderful friendships in seminary with both fellow students and professors. 
In fact, I still keep in regular contact with many of my professors to this day because of the time we spent together, because we, we were in modules and we stayed after class and we discussed things and we ate meals together, and that's a part of the broadening influence. Well, build those relationships. You see, don't overlook the value of that because even now, they're a wealth of knowledge that I've been exposed to and opened up to I can still go back to, and God uses that. Even the, the students I was in courses with that I know, God gives you those connections, and they can help you all through the rest of your ministry. Then a ninth thing. Why should you go to seminary? Because God's called you to it. Ultimately, you have to know that this is what God has for you. You say, well, how am I going to know? I've talked to men, and they said, I've been in the ministry now over 20 years, but I think the Lord wants me to go back to seminary. He wants me to take this next step. He wants me to go deeper. How am I going to do that? How can I do that, Brother Mark? I say, well, is that what he's calling you to do? They say, yes, I think this is it. I say, well, he's going to help you. He's going to provide. And by the way, it's not an easy thing, but I will say it is such a wonderful experience. But ultimately, you've got to know God's called you to do that. So, why you should go to seminary? Number one, we need more writers. Two, you need the structure to create the content. Three, training grounds are requiring higher standards due to accreditation. Number four, it opens more opportunities. Number five, it can be another income stream. Number six, it's easier than ever with online learning. Number seven, you're exposed to broader influence. Number eight, you will build great friendships. And number nine, God has called you to do it. Well, thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already, please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcast because that would help the show out a lot. Feel free to share today's episode with someone who would find it helpful. You can find me on Twitter at Mark McElreath Jr. And please send your episode ideas or feedback to theseminarypodcast at gmail.com. I'm your host, Mark McElreath, and remember, nothing will ever take the place of learning from the Lord Jesus Christ. He calls out, learn of me, and there is an open invitation to that classroom for all of us. Mm -hmm.